Hello, and welcome back to my podcast. This is the second episode ever, and this time I switched it up, and I brought a guest on. Her name is Susie Steller. She was really sweet, and I'm still nervous trying to navigate this podcast, but um, she she made me feel really comfortable. She was really great. Um, She is a fellow OnlyFans creator. Um... Yeah, so I think you guys will really like watching the interview. I asked her some really cool questions, and I asked her um, if she wanted to kiss me sometime, and she said yes. So, yeah, let's get into it. So before I started TikTok, I had looked on an OnlyFans, like, Reddit advice page. Yeah. And, like, looking through um, advice on TikTok and stuff, and someone said, follow, like, the big porn stars, and your name was on that thread. Wow. So, yeah, I followed you, and I started watching your TikToks, and I became a big fan. I think you're really cute. Thank you. Um, So, thank you for being on my podcast, even though it's a little baby podcast. (laughs) It's fine. That's the best time to get in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and... Um, I think it'll be cool, like, posting clips on TikTok and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Cool. So, um, how old are you? I'm 28. Oh, cool. And when did you um, get into sex work? Like, I want to know, like, your background with it and, yeah, everything like that. With sex work, I feel like in some ways we all have been sex workers for free whether that's in, like, hookup culture or dating or just being overly sexualized by adult men. Um, but the first time I ever, like, did something sexual and got paid for it, I was 19. Okay. And then I was a burlesque performer because I grew up dancing, so I did burlesque for a while in Portland, Maine. And that's basically ticketed sales stripping. It's, like, a little bit more socially acceptable I guess like Mm -hmm. my family was all fine with it and then I started stripping to make more money so that's obviously sex work and then COVID hit and I was just like I thought I was gonna have to wait for my parents to die to do porn but here I am in the apocalypse (laughs) this is perfect timing so I was like here the fuck I go so I just was one of the like COVID only fans starter people oh that's awesome so do you think that like getting an early kind of benefited you because now I feel like it's so kind of oversaturated, like the OnlyFans community? Um, Yes and no. You know, sometimes people start and they're new and that's exciting. But I don't know. Just got to wait for this, the monkeypox, for everyone to go back inside (laughs) and get another boom of my business. (laughs) I feel like they've been saying that for years, too. It's oversaturated, and then the next year, now it's oversaturated. Then the next year after that, now it's really oversaturated. It's like, if you want to do it, do it. Because someone's always going to tell you it's a bad time to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you considering it? Um, I've had my OnlyFans for like eight months now. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I started in December. Cool. So, yeah. But, yeah, I just feel like a lot of the girls that started during COVID, their Mm. growth was, like, a lot faster. Mm. Yeah, because everybody was just, you know, I'll never be able to touch a woman again. (laughs) Yeah. Like, fuck. And, like, staying at home and, like, having more time for that kind of stuff, too. Yeah, totally. But, I mean, you know, so how is it going? Do you enjoy it or do you feel kind of bored? 
I like it. It's really stressful, though. Like, yeah. just trying to, like, maintain income with it. Yeah. Um, that gets harder once you actually, like, you know, my best month was probably April 2021. So, like, once you you see the numbers fucking go and then mm-hmm. that's really exciting. And then after that is when it gets really stressful because it's like you want to maintain maintain it you want it to be growing every month and yeah it's not always how it's going to be I know I've been struggling with that my best month was March Mm -hmm. and then it just like started going down ever since then so I've been feeling a bit stressed about that but um have you seen good benefit from posting on TikTok TikTok is probably how I have grown most of my accounts and like it's probably like the seed of my success with OnlyFans because in 2020 before TikTok really like picked up on our shit mm-hmm. you know I had my OnlyFans bio I mean my OnlyFans link in my bio oh. and like getting millions of people to see my page and be like who's this girl but all you have to do is make somebody curious about you mm-hmm. and then get them to want to buy whatever you're selling but those were like the good days yeah because now tiktok is crazy yeah have you gotten banned on tiktok i'm on my ninth account ninth account wow does that make you feel better yeah that makes me feel a lot better (laughs) i had like my last tiktok got to 110 followers i think and then i got banned uh, what? 110,000. 110,000, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 110 is still exciting, but yeah, that six-figure will get anyone excited. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I got banned after that, and I was so discouraged. Yeah. I just had my Twitter taken down, oh, and I, I just that. got it back, thankfully, because that's been, like, my favorite um, platform by far just because there's less censorship and Mm -hmm. whatever and it's like whatever place where new eyes are going to see you is the place to spend your time on and Instagram just doesn't really do that as Mm -hmm. much as TikTok and Twitter. Um, Why did your Twitter get banned? Um, Supposedly for hate speech but I've never even subtweeted Mm -hmm. once so... I don't. I post my tits and I go, because mm-hmm. well, subtweeting has never made anybody a bag. I don't think, but whatever. Yeah. People can do what they want to do. But yeah, so it got removed for hate speech, but it's because it got hacked mm. by this Turkish dude that has hacked it before, and it's frustrating because all the emails of the Twitter are all in Turkish, and I feel like whatever. But I got it back, so that's that's good. That's congratulations. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, because a lot of other things. Is are this just Turkish gone. dude in love with you, or why is he hacking your shit? <laughs> um, I don't know. Like he hacked it and then just changed. <laughs> he hacked it back in February and changed the name to Yusuf One Twenty K. So I think he just wanted to like have a big account. Mm-hmm. Oh, he just sense. he just wanted big. Okay. Yeah. So he's probably a fan of yours, or I don't know. You know. So I actually. F- FaceTimed with a catfish account of mine the other day. Mm-hmm. There's been so many new catfish accounts of me everywhere. Whenever you get your accounts taken down, they like really go extra hard mm-hmm. because people don't know what's real and what's not because the accounts are all small. And so this person, I commented in one of the photos and was just like, why are you doing this? You're not even scamming people. Like, are you just catfishing for fun? They messaged me 
being like all mean, calling me a bitch. Oh my God. And all this weird stuff. And I posted it on my story and they posted it on their story to be like this crazy bitch pretending to be me. Oh my so God. So they were like, video chat now, bitch. And I was like, oh my, okay. So I did it. And of course their screen so was brave. blank. Yeah. Well, whatever. These people are nothing to be scared of. But the screen was just black and I was just like talking shit to them you know and then mm-hmm. they get off and they're just like you're so hot i'm so, so i can't believe i just saw you oh, oh my so god weird. that's not what i expected yeah. i know yeah. so it was like a quick switch and then they were just begging me to be friends and did they delete their thing i told them to change it to say it was a fan account and they did yeah yeah so Good. yeah it's weird because we feel like these entities these accounts are just like humanless but they're Mm -hmm. not they're just just weirdos yeah (laughs) they're just creeps Mm -hmm. incels maybe yeah probably that's That's also a reason why accounts get deleted why because of incels reporting you Mm -hmm. do you think that um i've heard that sometimes other sex workers will report people's accounts (laughs) yes that definitely happens i've never done that to anyone but it has definitely happened to me, oh, and it's sucks. happened to friends of mine. You just have to be really careful when you start collabing with people, and you, and you grow a friendship, and then there's, you know, your fans think it's something that it's not, mm-hmm. and then you start seeing things in this person, like, that they do that. Like, they'll go on and report people's videos if they don't like the person. And that's so messed um, up. That's, like that's a red flag and you should start moving away from the person Mm -hmm. as I did try to do definitely what's the craziest part of your life um or like thing in your life the craziest thing Mm -hmm. like that I do or that I've done or um I don't know like like hundreds of stories like flashing through my head just like a a regular (laughs) like something in your life that's just like you do every day that is kind of like crazy or something that's yeah um I'll talk about manifestorbating okay that's something I do every day for sure everything that I've considered to be an accomplishment or a retrieval of something that I've wanted has happened because when I'm masturbating I'm thinking about that thing and Mm -hmm. like right when I come is when the thing like happens in my head and then that thing comes true in real life the orgasm the time spent orgasming is like some of the most potent time of our lives and you know it shouldn't be wasted with just (laughs) (laughs) like think about your goals (laughs) Uh because it's it's really fruitful that's cool um, how many days a week would you say you masturbate? Every day, for sure. Every day? For sure. Round of applause. <laughs> Who can clap their ass? I can Someone start clapping their ass. I wish. Yeah, okay. I wish I could do that. Yeah. You don't masturbate every day? Mm-mm. Oh. Yeah, maybe you should. Maybe I should. Yeah, why don't you? I'm just, I'm, I don't think I'm that sexual. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just don't get horny every day. Sometimes it's not even sexual. It feels like cracking your knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> just like routine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, n- just a necessary part of the day. <laughs> I think that's I'm how re- he feels. <laughs> yeah. Unless I'm really sick or something. Uh-huh. Like, no. I'm, 
I'm more of a two to three times a day. Guy. Yeah, th- I think yeah. that's insane. Three times a day. It is. Im- it's impressive for men. For women, it's like we can come a million times and keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. yeah no you can take you can take that take that home with you <laughs> i've never even had a multi-orgasm i don't think what do you mean like, like i've only been able to orgasm once like in a sex session like i've never <laughs> okay you describing it as a sex session tells me everything i need to know <laughs> but but you do orgasm and there's plenty of women that don't orgasm at all. That's true. So yeah. consider yourself lucky. Yeah, I am lucky. Maybe, That's true. maybe you could be luckier, but. But I only lucky. can orgasm with a vibrator. Yeah. I mean. Is that how you are too? Yeah. Well, <laughs> here's a story. For <laughs> when I was in like, I don't know, elementary school. You can cut this out if you're afraid of pedos. But <laughs> when I was in elementary school, my mom gave us all back massagers for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And almost immediately I discovered an orgasm before I knew what masturbation was. So oh, wow. like I was like just, you know, moving. the. I was like, oh, yeah, back massager on my back. That makes sense. That feels good. Cool. Like <laughs> brought it over to my chest. And I didn't have titties yet. But like on the nipple, I was like, whoa. Oh, my God. What? And then I like moved it down. And I remember I was standing up and it. I'm moving it down. And right when it touched my pussy, I had an orgasm immediately. No way. It was just like, boom. And then I didn't do anything else, basically, for the rest of my life after that. <laughs> <laughs> you were just so obsessed with it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I would, like, find so many excuses to go up into the bathroom, like, flush, and then while the toilet's flushing, like, try to, like, get off in that time. Wow. So no one could hear the vibrator. So did you Hilarious. ever feel, like, <laughs> ashamed or anything? Because I feel like when I was growing up, I felt like masturbating was really naughty and I shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up pretty like devout Catholic. Mm -hmm. So the Catholic guilt did not, I did not come out unscathed. Even still, it's something you always have to like internally dismantle. Mm -hmm. But um, what was I going to say about masturbating? Did you ever get caught? In those times you're yes. trying to do it? Oh, my God. There is this. So at this point, I had graduated to stealing my mom's face <laughs> massager and using <laughs> that instead of the, like, three-pronged back massager that just proved to be boring after a while. So I would steal it and, like, bring it to my bedroom. And I was masturbate. I usually masturbate on the floor. Because <laughs> I have to straighten my... After doing it so much, I have to straighten my legs and point my feet. It's called a tension orgasm. Oh, you have to, like, oh. that's why I have such good calves. Oh. I know. And you still do that every time to this day? Yeah. A tension orgasm. I've never heard of yeah. that. Yeah. I have to, maybe I have that because I have to lay on my stomach a lot, most of the time. Yeah. And, like, have my legs be straight or, like, together. Yeah. Like, in in you're using the vibrator with your hand underneath yeah. you? Mm-hmm. Oh. Is that a genetic trait, attention orgasm? How does that, I wonder. I think it just, like, sure. comes from the intense anxiety of being a woman. <laughs> and, um, yeah, just having to kind of, like, focus on something else so then you're able to come. Mm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But that's just the clitoral orgasm mm-hmm. for me. Like, I can come super easy from penetration. Oh, my God, I'm that's jealous. That's where I'm really lucky. Yeah. yeah. So can you squirt? Yeah, oh yeah, it's a big part of my business. Wow, I'm jealous. Can you teach people how to squirt? Yeah, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a lot of what I do on my OnlyFans. Like women will 
um, go on there and I'll like kind of coach them through it. Um, because can you imagine like my biggest slogan with my business is equal opportunity ejaculation. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine if men were ejaculating as dismally as women, like probably, I don't know, let's say one out of 10 women regularly ejaculates, like probably nine out of 10 men regularly do. Mm -hmm. So we'd have a lot more war, like there would be a lot more violence. I just can't even imagine how... It would be. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a lot of women out there that are pissed off and stressed out and internally violent because they're not splooging like men do all the splooging. time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, cream, splooge, squirt, it, com it comes out in many ways. But mm -hmm. I've done it twice, so I know that it's possible. Oh, yeah. So then you're basically right around the corner from the runaway train, as <laughs> one of my friends calls it, when you just, like, you start squirting and then, like, basically just, like, doing nothing can just like keeps it going wow yeah but it's never like shot out it's just been like a dribble I think a dribble mm -hmm. yeah well that's still valid yeah but yeah the shooting out is cool because it feels really powerful does it feel like you're peeing mm, no but the first time it happened to me I did think I was peeing because I didn't know what it was mm -hmm. you know yeah and then I was high for, like, two and a half days after that because it was my first release. <laughs> <laughs> it was so intense. Oh, my God, I loved it. And then it didn't happen for, like, a couple years after that. And then I met a couple connoisseurs and, and connoisseurs. after that. Yeah. That's a problem with me doing three times a day mm. is I don't have – I don't shoot big loads. Oh, yeah. Because I'm oh, draining myself all avocados. the time. Avocados does it? Yeah. Good to know. I like avocados now, so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, my childhood, I didn't like avocados, but as a... I didn't have avocados in my childhood. As a grown <laughs> man, <laughs> I like them I didn't now. really either. <laughs> well, you guys aren't from California. Oh, true. Where I'm are you from? from? Oregon. Oh, okay. But yeah, the they other don't Portland. avocados up there. I like Oregon. Yeah, you've been? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have some family up there. It's cool. Yeah, it's so beautiful there. Yeah. Um... Back like, to squirting. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I was going to say, oh, yeah, what's the weirdest custom that you've gotten? Um, custom request? Hmm. Hmm. I don't advertise customs a lot, so I don't do a lot of them. And I make them pretty expensive because it's like, you know, you choose this job because you don't have somebody telling you what to do. Right. right? So then those feel like that. Um Anyway, one recently I did was me and pigtails cross-eyed drooling all over myself. Okay, like Ahiago. Mm, no, I mean, like, they didn't say that, and I wouldn't say that, but, yeah, I don't know. I used, like, some sour candy to help with the salivation. Mm, oh, I have a good tip for salivation. Mouthwash. Oh, interesting. Like mint. Just Stop. use it and it makes you salivate more? Yeah, if you, like, brush your teeth right before, if you use mouthwash, it helps mm. a lot with that. It'll, you'll be, like, Drool City. Whoa, that's yeah. cool. They make, at sex shops, they sell drooling stuff. Or, like, it's not called drooling stuff, but <laughs> something you put in your mouth that makes you salivate more. I can time. only see your eyes. <laughs> Here I am. So I have a question for you. Okay. So if you don't find yourself to be particularly sexual as a person, why choose a sexual career? Um, I feel like, well, when I first started 
getting into OnlyFans, I was in school mm-hmm. full time, and I was just doing it to like make money, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and I figured that I would make more money doing that and have more time than getting like a part time job. Yeah. Um, and then. I just got really into it. Like, I started becoming more sexual doing OnlyFans. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, just, like, discovering more of my sexuality. Um, And I feel like I still am. Like, I'm still, I don't know. I feel like I haven't done a whole lot. But I think OnlyFans is kind of pushing me to do that. Um, But, yeah, and now it's, like, I'm committed to it because once I started making good money, I was like, okay, I'm going to see, like, how far I can take this yeah yeah absolutely mm-hmm. cool. and i like it it's For like a example, creative outlet too she likes girls but hasn't done anything with girls really or once right all right so. now i know why you guys asked me here today <laughs> 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 i'm just kidding but i feel like there's a lot of people in the industry who really aren't that sexual oh really oh yeah okay so it's more common than yeah 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 like i feel like i'm still sexual but i'm not maybe as sexual as people should be to do OnlyFans. Yeah, but, like, I'm probably pretty over-sex, like, hyper-sexual. So that's also, like, not good. But why is being under or over good or bad? Like, whatever. Everyone's True. just different. As long as you like it and are comfortable yeah. with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel like um, OnlyFans and sex work is liberating or do you feel like it um, is degrading sometimes? I feel like with anything and with every, you know, profession, there's kind of a polarity. Mm -hmm. Like there's always an equal opposite with everything. So as much as it is empowering and freeing, it can be, you know, frustrating and stressful. And I wouldn't really say degrading, but it can be exhausting being a empowered sex worker all the time because Mm -hmm. it feels like we're not allowed to have bad days at work we can't complain about not liking a scene or whatever without it being like oh you should probably do something else then you know Mm -hmm. whereas like a teacher will complain about their job every second of every day and no one's going to be like "Hmm, maybe you should do something else honey (laughs) (laughs) true that so yeah um i thought of a question to ask you and now i forgot it um, oh, so what's your sexuality? Um, I would say that I am fluid. That's like, you know, I don't know. Fluid, queer, bisexual, not straight all mean the same thing to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm just not straight. When did you figure that out? Um, like little kid gay shit or... <laughs> Um, yeah. So, like, I had sex when I was 14, and I feel like soon after that I had sex with a girl as well. So my sexual experience has been pretty equal. Like, I didn't have some, like, big sexual opening or awakening. I feel like Mm -hmm. it's been kind of a a slow moving with the straight moving. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm still coming out, like... No one is fully out and fully comfortable with their sexuality. It it happens in phases, mm-hmm. which is okay if it's a phase. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whatever. It's just about, like, allowing yourself to do what feels right. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. I always, like, when I was growing up, I was like, 
I always had the thought in my mind, like, am I lesbian or am I bisexual? And I'd always be like, no, no, I'm not. Like, it's always been a thought for me. Mm -hmm. And so one time me and um, my best friend, we scissored just to, like, see Mm -hmm. if we were. And after that, I was like, oh, no, I'm definitely not. But looking (laughs) back on it, I just wasn't attracted to her and, like, wasn't into it. Um, But, yeah, now it's, like, there's been so much time gone by where now I'm, like, just nervous to do anything (laughs) yeah well I mean hitting on women is really nerve-wracking which I think everyone can agree on with men it's like whatever Mm -hmm. but with girls like you don't want to be to this or to that right come off predatory which I feel like women a lot of times feel like they are coming off predatory even when they're not mm-hmm. like it's real you don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable because we have felt so uncomfortable so many times so we're exactly. like extra hyper aware of it which makes us do nothing <laughs> yeah <laughs> and makes us not hit on any of the girls that we think are cute yeah or like even ask them yeah questions yeah that's exactly how I feel too like with men I'm like so comfortable with it yeah I don't know it's like yeah, and then with women, I'm just I have no idea how to even start it. It's um, scary. It is you guys scary. think it's scary. easy. It's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> Those are terrifying. I've been terrified of girls since I was a kid. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Now, now it's easier because you could hide behind social media. It's easy to shoot someone a DM mm-hmm. and then get rejected. It's like who cares? But to walk yeah. up, like I've never been able to walk up to a beautiful girl in a grocery store or a gym. Like not happening. A bar even. I don't do that can't do it i can do that with men yeah like in real life i can ask them out but yeah with girls no way mm-hmm. i'm trying to think if i've done that i'm sure i have in some situations but what was your last day job oh yeah great question um it was my beard job like while I was stripping, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was paying taxes. What? Um, I was working in a dispensary that was also a gas station. Oh, I've never heard of that so, combo. <laughs> so I worked in a, I worked in a gas station. And that was like in I Maine? changed the trash at the gas station. So I no, worked at the in gas Maine. Station. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did you literally? Is that what you did? Change the trash at the gas? I mean, station? that's a you know. Oh, that's the, the only thing you did the on the, the gas shit. side, and then you did the bud tending side. Yeah, gotcha. so, like, the store was, like, CBD only, and then there was, like, in the back with the weed. Mm-hmm. Um, but my favorite non-porn, non-sex work job was I shucked oysters for a couple of years in oh, Portland, cool. Maine. Because I love a good male-dominated field and just slide right say, in there yeah, and, like, become so much better than everybody quickly. What's shucking mm-hmm. oysters mean? Are you asking for the viewers or are you asking for yourself? Myself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, I, is it fishing? Do you mean fishing them? or uh, yeah. So it's opening them. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, so, just taking them out. Yeah. So it's a. I worked at an oyster bar. So it was like we only had oysters. So I was shucking like three, up to 3,000 a day. Oh, my gosh. You probably smelled so much like so fish good. at the end of yeah. the <laughs> And it sounds like a good workout too. Yeah. Like I was like super dikey at this point in my life too. So <laughs> I, I was just like living a dream. <laughs> like backwards hat, buttoned up shirt, just shucking oysters in all Maine. day. In Maine. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't get much better than that. And, you know, definitely cut yourself a lot and whatever. I, I like dominating a male-dominated field mm. for sure. How many oysters have you eaten most in a day? What's the most amount? Oh, my God. We used to do this thing where we'd shuck a half dozen in a glass and, like, 
Drink Ew. it. <laughs> I hate oysters. You've only you had them once, though. Yeah, but they're gross. Yeah, they're not they're that so good slimy. out here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to me, they're just kind of salty. I don't love them or I hate them. I could just kind of um, eat them. You ordered them the other day, though. But that was just to stand out as like an adventurous eater. Oh, yeah. He has to prove himself with his family because he's really picky and just likes fast food. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw that in your bio. Yeah, like Popeye's. It's like on the way over here. I'm like, okay. Who is this guy? It's like, okay, he likes fast food. All right. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Do you like fast food? Um, I... I mean, you know, that's a hard question to answer because I feel like either way people are going to be like, oh, whatever. But mm, I don't know. I feel like it doesn't make me feel good. Sometimes you can feel good while you're eating it, but mm -hmm. not not the after effects. Yeah, I know. So do you lean more towards boys or girls? Um, my I have dated seriously both men and women and trans people and non-binary people. A common thread between them all is that everybody comes out in some way while dating me. Like, mm. like gold star lesbians have come out as being bisexual mm. instead of just one. Like, I make everybody question their and gender. Like, a lot of people came out as trans or non-binary also while dating me. That doesn't answer your question, but That's I like everybody. It's all about energy. I don't care about what is dangling or not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Does I'm it mean gay. I just wanted to be another person to come out. Oh, okay. Oh, no. well, we haven't dated. No. Oh, <laughs> true, true, true. You didn't even need to. You don't even need to date them wow. anymore. Just in their presence. Wow. That's Does amazing. it make you feel weird, or do you are you happy that you're able to um, help people discover themselves more? It makes me feel honored um, because obviously, like, I have a. I must have a good balance between my masculine and feminine energies and I make people feel really comfortable to explore new parts of themselves. So it's it's a badge of honor. That's awesome. I'm <laughs> jealous. <laughs> well, I mean, he just came out, so one time He's I not, uh, <laughs> fake. One He's time I kissed a girl on a tent and didn't know didn't know it was gonna happen, so I didn't even bring a toothbrush and I had like really nasty breath. And now she's married to a woman. And part of me is like, did I do that? You do not have that much power. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's good. I'm glad I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> do you have any more questions for Susie? Um, where is your favorite place to travel to? Um, let's see. Any place warm? Titties are sweating. Any place warm or out of the country? Exotic. Yeah. I do like Florida, though. You do? Florida gets a bad rap. I did, like, a street interview recently with my friend Emma Magnolia, shout out. And we were going around asking people questions like this or that. And at the end, I did Florida or Texas. It was, like, the most controversial question. Oh. So polarizing. People had very specific answers. But I would choose Florida. I've never been to Texas. Don't really. Whatever. What would you choose, Florida or Texas? Um, I've never been to either. They're so different. You but. can't compare them. Florida, I would choose Florida, even though you can't compare them, because Florida is warm, yeah. beaches, trashy people, which I'm saying in a good way. I yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, Texas is like dry, desert, a lot of good meat, if you eat meat. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know. Cool. Rodeos. Southern, yeah, rodeos. Dances. Austin's a pretty liberal place, but the rest mm -hmm. of Texas is pretty different. I don't know. 
But yeah, I think most people would choose Florida over Texas. Mm. Beach I'd, alone. I think I'd more I'd want to travel to Texas more than Florida. I guess Texas does have beaches and parts of it too, but they're not the same. Galveston. <laughs> Galveston <laughs> sounds fun. <laughs> I Texas just go is more dancing. American. I've been you wanting to go line dancing. Yeah, I've been wanting to go dancing for so long, and he doesn't like to dance. And you have to go to Texas to to go dancing. <laughs> That's one place you can go. You're dance. in West Hollywood right now, honey. <laughs> this is the place to go dancing. For sure. But I don't want to like go dancing and just like grind. I want to like do like ballroom. Oh, ballroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Abbey would be a unique place to take you to. I feel like the Abbey is yeah. so gay and crazy mm. that everyone needs to experience it. Doesn't matter what your sexuality. It's like if someone's mm. from out of town, I'm like, you got to see the Abbey. It's yeah. wild. It is wild. They got the oh. go-go dancers. It's really fun. I've never even heard of it. You got to do some poppers. and. <laughs> How long have you lived in L.A.? So, since October. Oh, oh so yeah. just recently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you moved LA. from. Yeah, I you hate, hate LA. It. Yeah, I hate it here. I live in San Diego. Okay, so you yeah. really hate LA. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. San Diego is cool. It's like a more Lululemon vibe right yeah definitely I'd say (laughs) so yeah although people everyone people here wear Lululemon too right yeah if you go to like any gym it's all Lululemon Mm -hmm. I live in Venice though so I kind of like the the like hippie grit that's over there Mm -hmm. rather than like LA proper yeah (laughs) yeah I've only uh, been around West Hollywood pretty much so I need to explore more did you get your own place or did you come here and move in with him uh, I got my own place in San Diego. I live, I oh, live right. Yeah, so here. he lives in West Hollywood. Duh. We've been I doing the distance thing, taking turns, visiting each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fun. But I'm from San Diego. Mm-hmm. So oh. I don't. So his family lives I there. I don't mind going down there. See right. My, see the parents, all that bullshit. That works out well. How long have you guys been together? Four months. Four months, but we moved really fast. Yeah. So you are lesbians. You guys are we're gay. What are you yeah. doing? <laughs> <laughs> So when you were talking about having enough courage to talk to girls from online, you're talking about her. Like, is that how this started? Did you slide in the DMs? Yes. I slid into my boyfriend's DMs, actually. And then um, he, after seeing him on a TV show, I just oh, had wow. a feeling. I was like, I'm going to fuck this dude. What TV show? Survivor. Oh. Yeah, Good I'd show. never seen Classic. it until uh-huh. um, COVID. My friend was like, you love human experiments. You should watch this because it's totally – I mean, all reality shows are human experiments under the guise of entertainment so they don't have to follow any moral or ethical codes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I saw him on Survivor, slid in the DMs, and then he flew out to Maine like two weeks later to meet me. And we Whoa. That was, yeah, and then that's, uh, we've been doing he it. He must have really liked you. Doing it ever since. Flying out to Maine. Mm-hmm. That's commitment right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you guys make content together? Oh, yeah. Yeah, arguably. Well – I was going to say too much, but variety is good. We we make content with other people, too, mm-hmm. and, like, so many threesomes. Um, but, yeah, it, we haven't made, like, one-on-one content in a while. Mm. Just because when we first met, it was just, like, we would just go on trips, and it would just be all the time. And then you get to kind of really value, like, not doing that and it being just for you, too. So do you have an open relationship? Yeah, I feel like it, like, fills whatever container it needs to, mm-hmm. you know. 
I think about it the way I think about my cat. So my cat is an outdoor cat. Like, he can run away if he wants, but he just wants to hang out with me. Like, I feel like the less restrictions you put on somebody, the more secure secure they're going to feel with you and Mm. not want to stray rather than like, oh, I know you like Janet from work. Don't you be texting Janet. And now you're (laughs) going to be jerking off about Janet only now. Right. It's like if I was like, you can never have blueberry pie again, Mm -hmm. you're going to maybe start craving it for the first time. Yeah. And so you're not a very jealous person then? Oh, I think that everybody is jealous of things and it comes up really easily and naturally. But I think that a lot of people don't alchemize the jealousy into something different other than like fear and insecurity. You can kind of like maneuver it around and manipulate it to mean something else, Mm -hmm. especially if you like talk about it and then... Yeah. I mean, monogamy doesn't make a relationship any more secure, you know? Mm-hmm. But it feels good in times where you just happen to be so monogamous for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, so it's just moving around, changing. I struggle with jealousy a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I haven't so much in the past with my exes, but with him, I'm, like, the most jealous I've ever been. One um, time she got jealous when I ordered food from a waitress. <laughs> Like, it's that bad. So what is it about him? Um, I don't know. Like, maybe... Is it the blue check mark? <laughs> I think it's probably just because I'm a horn dog and slid into a bunch of girls' DMs yeah. and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. 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 I think that's probably it. And because I haven't had a connection with anyone else like I have with him. Mm-hmm. So maybe that has something to do with it. Yeah. It, like more to lose yeah yeah mm-hmm. for I'm sure blushing <laughs> sweet <laughs> four months in mm-hmm. how long have you been with your man um since last march okay so it's been about a year mm-hmm. a little over a year that's cool yeah yeah he's about to swim around the statue of liberty like a Whoa. psycho wow <laughs> how far is that I, mean, I think it's, it's like a three-mile yeah, swim, pretty... so like swim and swim around it, swim back. And is that a group miles. event? Is he doing that by himself? It's like for the Navy SEAL veterans. Mm-hmm. He's okay. not <laughs> not a veteran. But he honors them <laughs> with his swim. Yeah, I mean, we're not pro-military, but we are pro-victims of the military. Okay. Yeah. Veterans. And he was on Survivor, so he's kind of always been into shit like that. Yeah. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any like ridiculous. Oh, so that's why you're going to New York. For him to do that swim. Yeah. Cool. But then, you know, you you make every trip into sure, a sure. multifaceted thing. Yeah. Yeah, but that'll be cool. He did it last year, too. That's was, so intense. It was swimming <laughs> three miles. Yeah. One time I swam one mile for a charity thing, mm-hmm. and I thought I was going to die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have little flippers. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. flippers make it easy. <laughs> do yeah. You, do you have any uh, big goals in your life? That you're working towards? Um, yeah. Um, so I used to do some stand-up back in Maine. Oh. Mm. And recently I've been through, a, life has just been bitch-slapping me all around. And that's the perfect time. There's so much material. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, Netflix special of me doing comedy. So I've been on stage my whole life and getting, you know, applause for being 
sexy or good at dancing or whatever, but when you are on stage and a crowd like erupts in laughter or cheering based on something that you said, there's nothing more powerful than that. I'm yeah, sure high from you it. know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. So it's that's a, a big that's a big goal for sure. Mm-hmm. That's doable. Even if it's not Netflix, you can make your own special these days. Yeah, that's the cool. most popular specials aren't even on Netflix, they're on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So you could definitely do that's an achievable goal for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't mean to like dick ride Netflix so hard. Oh, it's all good. I mean Netflix <laughs> Netflix is a dream. They'd pay. Yeah, they'd pay. Netflix is how you amazing. Doing. It's like a, it's like a check mark from the industry saying you're good at what you do, but there's so many great comedians that didn't get Netflix specials or don't get them yeah. that went to YouTube and are now doing even better. And the True people that. have Netflix specials, which is I go cool. to a good amount of shows and almost I feel like every single show somebody talks about excuse me, OnlyFans at some point. Mm. So I just think it's a you know, I haven't seen anybody go up there and talk about it from firsthand experience. Okay, so, cool. And there's so many terms and I'm sure you're you know a lot of them now, like JOI, mm-hmm. dick rating, like civilians who don't pay for those things have no idea that that whole dictionary exists. Mm-hmm. So it's like I always like bridging gaps between worlds. So that would be cool. That sounds cool. You um, sound bored. <laughs> Not bored. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite thing about your life? Um, hmm. I mean, that's a interesting question. I would say my, the favorite thing about my life is my relationship with myself because it's the longest one we got. <laughs> so it's got to be your number one priority for sure. And if that if your relationship with yourself isn't good, then your life sucks. Like, True that. So. so have you been in therapy? Is that like how... Yeah. You've become the person that you kind of are. Mm, I would say, yeah, I've been in and out of therapy since I was a child. Mm-hmm. But um, journaling, I think I can thank for the person that I am today. How often do you journal? Daily. Really? Mm-hmm. I used to do that, but I've fallen off. Yeah. I fell off for a while. And then, so on my street, there's a pretty big... Um, camp of people that live there Mm -hmm. and I used to be a social worker so I came into it like with a really specific relationship with them and then um somebody hopped my fence and stole some packages which like if it was a fucking iPad or something I wouldn't have cared I would have gotten over it Mm -hmm. but my mom had sent me two of my completed journals that I forgot so I have like my whole account of COVID and I like I don't know a year and a half at least of my life is like missing so that just like lit a fire under my ass and I started writing every day again do you ever reread your old journals yeah that's something you do yeah so growing up when you we would like have diaries and shit and mm-hmm. then go through puberty and it's insane and you go back and read it and you feel so embarrassed like I don't know if you've ever had that feeling of like ew I can't believe I liked him or <laughs> whatever just stupid shit so being, like, a young adult in, like, 2013, I was like, I'm going to write it all out and I'm going to look back and read and have only pride in all the stupid shit that mm-hmm. I've done. Because so. it's, like, showing your growth. Yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Uh, are you currently in therapy right now? Or? Um, 
my therapist is in Maine, and I have only s- talked to her tw- like two times since moving out here. Okay. Yeah, like through FaceTime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I don't think you can see a therapist if they're not in your same state, right? Or did they? It's probably off the books mm-hmm. at this point. I've been seeing her for like five years or something. Oh, wow. And there was a time where I had no money and, and no insurance, and she just would didn't charge me for like a year that's amazing I know well I feel like I was teaching her a lot honestly (laughs) (laughs) probably that's the best type of therapist client relationship when you can kind of teach them too yeah and we only fucked once I'm just kidding we did (laughs) but I did fuck my chiropractor you did and then did did you still see them again after yeah because then it was free yeah yeah yeah. Uh, wow yeah how did that happen did you come on to them it's one of those things where like you can feel that someone is spending a little extra time <laughs> with you. <laughs> and then for me, like, I love inappropriate things like that. So I was just like, yes. Oh, so my gosh. I was just same. into it. Yeah. yeah. Like massages. Every time I get a massage, even if it's someone I'm not attracted to, mm-hmm. I will get turned on. Oh, yeah. Because they do that thing where they move your, like, you're on your stomach and they move your leg over oh, and then they tuck the blanket God. into your yeah. pussy. It's like. The other day I got a massage and they didn't do the tuck thing, so uh-huh. my pussy was just out there, like, while they were m- moving my legs around and stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, I could nut right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of girls, their sexual awakening with porn was, like, massage videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. Like, that's kind of um, how I used myself into porn, I'd say. Do you have, like a video that you used to watch on repeat when you first started watching porn? Mm-hmm. What is it? was um, these two Brazilian girls scissoring. And I, I used to like a lot of porn that was in different languages because at a certain time I got kind of, like, grossed out by, like, some of the shit that they were saying. This mm-hmm. is when I was in high school, like, younger. But I would watch the same video again and again. And then in college I dated a Brazilian Oh, and I, fulfilled your fantasies. <laughs> yeah, in many ways. But <laughs> <laughs> I, like, showed him the video, and he was like, they're speaking Portuguese. And I was like, wow, I, like, it's all connected. <laughs> I, met, like, masturbated so many times to that. I, like, reeled him in. Wow. <laughs> I used to watch uh, the Kim Kardashian sex tape. No. That was my first sex tape I watched. <laughs> oh, sweetie. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It was, like, the first one that I had heard about. Mm, and yeah. I felt, like, more comfortable watching that, I guess. they were, like, known people. Mm-hmm. And you, like, knew that they were together. and Yeah, and it wasn't – it's not a good sex tape at all. No, it's not. But you mm-hmm. knew Kim K and you trusted her. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh-huh. Did you ever steal any of your mom's toys? She didn't have any toys. <laughs> no. I stole her face massager, but she wasn't using that on her pussy. So, yeah. As now, far as you know. Maybe she was. As maybe. Yeah. As far – listen, I hope. I hope so. I used to try to talk to my parents about their sex life, and they would just be like, you are the most inappropriate person alive. <laughs> <laughs> so are you the most sexual one in your family, you'd say? Yeah, for sure. My siblings are a lot more repressed than me. Mm. I grew up devout Catholic until I was eight, and then my mom read the Da Vinci Code, and her sister died, and she became a conspiracy theorist, like, overnight. So I spent the least amount of time in the church. 
I'm the only one that's not confirmed. So I feel like my like big Italian family, all the cousins and everyone, that's like, oh my god. Did you have a thing with the aliens for a while? I. Or don't I you still have, a thing have with my. That? Yeah. Yeah. What's What's up with that? Um, <laughs> I've always felt like an alien. I really like the thought of aliens fucking. Mm. Um, I was also born intersex, so I am like an alien. I was born with my pussy fused shut. Mm-hmm. So, Whoa. yeah. Didn't you know that was a thing? Yeah, yeah because Super a lot tight. of people will like change it to one gender. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was. I'm trying to request medical records, honestly, because my parents mm-hmm. won't fucking tell me anything uh. about it. Ah! But so apparently they used like a hormonal cream to like finish me cooking on the outside. Wow. And then I guess I refused again when I was one or two and they had to like do the hormone cream again. So your body is like, now nah, you ain't a girl. And then, and then the I doctor mean, was like, yeah. no, you are a girl. <laughs> and then your body was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's not a lot of research and not a lot of conversations around this topic. This may be a really That's stupid wild. question, but mm-hmm. it popped in my head and I'm going to ask it. Okay. So when your vagina is fused together. Vulva. Vagina vulva. is the internal right. part. Apologies. When yeah. your vulva <laughs> is, right. is fused together. Yeah. Is your urethra hole still out? Like, can you, when you pee, can you still pee? No. Or does it just, you can't pee? I don't think so, Got no. It. And I think th- I I know I had a catheter in at some point, too, but mm. I don't know. Don't you think that would be something that your parents should sit you down and talk For to you about? For sure, yeah. I, I would do that if I had a child that was like Do you that. remember your first vaginal exam? Um, yeah, I think when, so. When, like, the doctor fingered you? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's how I found out that I was few. Like, I would... I was, like, 12 or 13, like, mm-hmm. right before you get your first period. And right. they're, like, oh, we just have to, like, make sure that, you you know, that the opening is there. <laughs> I was, like, what? Is and that normal? Like, doctors fingering? do that? Doctors, yeah. yeah. Doctors yeah. fingered just... me. Not yet. Why wouldn't they check? Why wouldn't they check? Why wouldn't they check a guy's opening? Okay, sorry, continue. They, they, they do. You're just not your... old enough, yeah. Oh, okay. Your butt opening. Yeah. Not kind of what they haven't done that yet. No, I'm going to do it. It's like 40. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want it, though. Well, what is so you want to get in his ass, and, uh-huh. and he doesn't you want do? you to. Sometimes. You don't really do. You just want to because I don't want to. I want to put my finger in there just to see what it's like. You've never fingered an ass before? Mm-mm. Have you ever eaten an ass? Mm-mm. Virgin like- butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Have you done anal? Yeah. What is your experience with it? Did you like it? My experience with anal is mainly in high school. Like, oh. my boyfriend in high school was such a freak. We both were. <laughs> but it would be every Christmas and every birthday, I would l- let him pound my ass. And his, <laughs> his birthday, I think, was uh, New Year's. So it was kind of like anal season for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we did, a, we did a lot of anal. He was really into it. And then... Maybe, you know, once or twice after. I've never done it on camera. Um, would you? I would. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, That's where the money's at. Especially doing porn this long without doing it yet. Like, that debut is going to be lucrative. But mm-hmm. um, with that, there's a lot of prep that you have to do because, you know, poop gets on the dick when you mm-hmm. put it where poop is. Right. Um, you got to dish it out. Yeah, but I've never done that. I've like even to your vagina. 
Never. Yeah, me either. You're not supposed to do that. No, 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 no. Never. I don't use tampon. I don't use, I don't put anything inside me besides fingers and dicks. Really? No you don't? Silico- like, I barely use any dildos or anything. Why? Glass and metal only. She doesn't like fingers. You don't like fingers? I don't dislike fingers. Maybe just my fingers then. Huh? Maybe just my fingers then. What do you do? Show me with your hands. <laughs> I, I've, You're using these two? Number one, that's wrong. You, you no, use no, I start two? with one. Okay, yeah. Usually I start with the middle. Okay. Finger. But then you use the two on the outside? You I feel like he just kind of like middle. pokes around. Like he just kind of like pokes in there. And I'm just Listen, like. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to have to defend myself here. But I've been with a plethora of women. Plethora. And plethora. Plethora. And it's the first complaint I've had. A about clitora. My <laughs> about my fingering ability. But well, it's okay. But I have a really sensitive vagina. Mm. Like. You so you feel like he's just poking around, mm-hmm. so he should go slower and use less length, probably. And just fo- all you have to do is I think two inches to... and up. Mm, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. and do like the Spider Man and I'll like try the anything. Yeah. yeah, I have a retroverted uterus, so <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. That sounds cool. <laughs> it's retroverted. <not> <laughs> <laughs> it's not that cool though because it means my uterus is closer to my bladder. So while while oh. I'm having sex, I feel like I have to pee. A lot of time. <gasps> you're probably a mega squirter. You then. think so? You're just holding it in. Oh, I'm scared. No, don't be scared. Yeah, just let the pee out. Would you rather get peed on or pee on someone? Um, pee on someone. Mm. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to plug? Oh me? Well, you can always buy my porn. You just Google. I got a tight Google, just like this bussy. You just Google Susie Stellar. You can find everything on me. Um, plug. I'm going to be making new merch soon, so that's oh, cool. cool. And, yeah, I'll let you know. Like hoodies or what? T-shirts? What's this merch going to be? Yeah, probably okay. the regular merch things. Cool, Shirt, cool. sweatshirt. What's the... um? Thing, thing called that you put around your dick. Oh, dick cock ring? Cock, cock ring. ring. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That would be cool. Would you ever make a... Um, flashlight. Flashlight. Yeah, I was thinking. Like, yeah, totally. Because, yeah. I mean, be cool. a lot of people... This... Wow, it's going to sound like I'm vulva shaming. <laughs> but a lot of pussies look the same. Um, every pussy is different. But growing up, I like the porn that you would see is like only girls with slits. Like yeah. no lips at all. Complete innies. So, and I don't have that. Neither. I, I have I have an Audi. Better grip. <laughs> it's a way better grip. No one can tell me different. But, um, yeah, so I feel like Audis make a better flashlight just because it's more unique. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Have you ever, well, no, you've only scissored with one person. If you mm-hmm. scissor with another Audi, there's this cool thing that happens where, like, the lips, like, stick to Oh, really? If you do, like, a slow... Um, pull away like the lips kind of stick to each other for a second oh that's yeah cool. yeah that's what happened with you know who chris scott is Mm-mm. i used to masturbate to them for years same with um lena paul and i've been able to like befriend and fuck them both and that's like a dream come true mm-hmm. and that's all from the manifestation wow mm-hmm. maybe i should try that out you should 
Well, this has been really fun. Yeah, thanks for coming on the podcast. I have one more question. Okay. Um, would you ever want to kiss sometime? Yeah. yeah. Do you want to kiss right now? Um, <laughs> no, you can t- sleep on it. <laughs> <laughs> I would, but I'm a little bit sick, so I don't want to get you sick. Oh, yeah. Don't, please. Yeah. Have you smelled these microphones? They smell bad? This one, oh, I, gotta clean I can just smell a couple of different, like, people. Mm-hmm. Good to yeah. know. I gotta Maybe switch out the... <laughs> <laughs> my, that's my responsibility. Yeah. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is your my, space. This is my space. Yeah. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has good reviews. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> unlicensed therapy. We'll plug that. Go listen to unlicensed that's therapy. And <laughs> I still don't know. I don't have a name for the podcast yet. Oh, wow. Yeah. What's your OnlyFans name? Jules Ari. Jules Ari. Mm-hmm. I thought of the name before I met him. Whoa. Isn't that you weird? Put your last name is his first name. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that kind of weird? I feel like it's kind of fate a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So do you guys think you're going to do it? Do what? Do it. Life together? Yeah, as long as. I want to, but. Oh. He can. Um, you know. But what? Who knows? Right. There's She's been something. You never know. She's going <laughs> to. Cool. This is super fun. Yeah, it was super fun. Thanks for coming on again. Yeah. <laughs>